0: Hello again, history makers! Welcome to season three of Making History. This is Lauren, Kara, and Jill. We're back with our casual but informative conversations on working women at this day and age, with psychology facts and hacks. So, what are you waiting for? Sit back and let's chica.
1: So good afternoon, history makers, and we're here with another episode of Making History. And as you know, we still have the crew with us: Cara, all the way from California, and Jill all the way from Manila, and me <laughs> from Bicol. So it's really great to catch up from different parts of the world uh, at this time. And I think Kara, you're in you're in California, and it's the evening. Yup. 9pm. <laughs> so, the right? Still doing girl boss things, still going to conferences, and still, you know, hopping in for a podcast recording <laughs> after a long day's work. But what I can tell you guys, actually, we have a very special guest. And very special in different Uh, definitions of the word special because she's my longtime friend we used to hang out at Babel, so back in our college days we were college cheerleaders and then of course very special because after all these years we get to see such growth we get to see such development and it's always so nice to to see that come into fruition like Parang ko pa na we were also BDI, eyed We were also wanting to achieve so many things at such a young age during college. And now we can really see our dreams getting achieved, getting there. So it's really nice to introduce our special guest. She is a chief resident in a highly esteemed hospital, which is titled The Medical City and it's in Ortigas. During her last year, she was also awarded the most outstanding resident in the hospital. And even in 2018, she was crowned Miss TMC. Wow, right? I love it. So right, even with these achievements, like she still emerges as such a beautiful human being. And I'm happy to still connect with her and still have that relationship with her so without further ado I'd like to introduce you to Grace Estanislao Dr. Grace Estanislao hi Grace hi hi Hi, Lauren hi welcome welcome to the podcast Okay. I can I can I just say for
2: the uh, listeners who cannot see Doc Grace, sabi kasi ni Lau parang she's a beautiful person, guys inside and out, super ganda ni Doc. Nahiya talaga ako right now. Parang alam ng mga derma, di ba?
3: Oi, hindi lahat ng derma maganda.
1: You guys are too kind. Pero talaga <laughs> parang Oh, what was your specialization, Grace? Or are you going into your specialization in this term? Actually, I'm already finished
3: with my residency training. So I, after med school, I went into residency training in the medical city in the obstetrics and gynecology department. And I finished my residency training at the end of 2020. So I am now on official OBGYN and I'm actually still planning to go into further training. So right now I'm just Taking my diplomate exam, so it's two parts. Because there's a written exam, and then a few months later, there's an oral exam. So I'm waiting to take my oral exam, and then after that, I'll be going into fellowship training. This time, focusing on maternal and fetal medicine or perinatology. So the it's basically the subspecialty for high risk pregnancies. Wow,
2: you're like doc. I mean, I watch Grace, because so you're like Doctor Addison. Montgomery, <laughs> Oh, like operation siya.
3: Well, that's still here because in the country, wala pa. We don't have that training yet, but there is available training abroad for that. And well, I'm. That's also something I'm actually interested in. Yeah, so. maybe you
2: can be the first here. That's <laughs> <laughs> no character na Na alala <laughs> I love her. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, Grace. I mean. I live in Pasig kasi, so can I, like, can you be my OB? Wala akong OB. Thirteen na ako nakakahiya, wala akong OB. <laughs> of course. And, like, my whole <laughs> broadcast like, nakakuha <laughs> pa ng doon, ang pasirinted for his podcast. Hindi, <laughs> 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 kasi, like, okay, siguro, a topic for another day, maybe Doc Grace can, like, guest again, but, I don't know, Para I've never seen, or, I've, I don't know, parang hindi ako effort to take care of my reproductive health maybe because i don't see it alam mo i think that's a like a wrong stigma na pinoy's have din na parang uh fix it when it's broken alam mo i i know it's wrong i know i'm a bad person for not taking care of my health that way pero like my barkada has been bugging me kara please So
0: na tayo <laughs> parang, <laughs> yung topic na yan. i second oo so ganyan lang anyway <laughs> back
3: very- Common perspective, talaga. I mean, this is not unusual. Like, and actually, they they say that yeah, doctors make the worst patients because <laughs> even doctors, <laughs> we, we can like you know ignore it, uh-huh, pretend uh-huh. for consulting a colleague, ganyan. so I totally understand. And especially in our Women's health and sexual health, it's not something we talk about openly, kasi okay. There's um there's taboo, there's a stigma, and so there are so many concerns, women's concerns that go ignored and talagang unnoticed because we don't like talking about it.
2: Right. So is that one of the reasons why you went into your specialty? Or like can you talk us through how you chose to be an OP?
3: Well, that's a story <laughs> that goes back to the beginning of time. <laughs> no, game, gonna- game. <laughs> I come from a family of doctors. So my mom is also an OBGYN, although she's been retired for a while now. And then I have three older sisters and they're all MDs also. My eldest wow. sister is the one who followed her is a pediatrician. And then the one right before me is a cardiologist. Wow. So it was always, uh, my, my, our dad always wanted all of us to follow in our mother's footsteps. And he wanted at least one to, as in talaga, follow hanggang specialty. Some, he wanted one of us to become an OB then. And somehow, <laughs> so, so you were the last. Actually, I throughout med school, then, Talaga OB was a subject that I really enjoyed. It uh-huh. was, it felt very natural to me. I, it was very easy to understand for me. Uh-huh. Like, it's not like, uh, for example, yeah, and cardio for me, so it was a struggle. <laughs> talaga. <I really> have, <laughs> focus para maintindihan ka. But for me, OB and Gaine was something that just made sense.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then,
3: I also knew, actually, I also watched Grace Anatomy. So, you know, high yeah. school. <laughs> the, the operating room was something very intriguing, fascinating to mm-hmm. me. Na I knew talaga I wanted something surgical. And mm-hmm. actually, ob is this like incredible combination of surgical and medical. Correct, yeah. Because we operate, we deliver babies, we remove your organs in your (laughs) system if needed. Pero before you actually get to the operating room, because there's a lot of medical management, talaga
1: mm-hmm.
3: that, um, that precedes everything so we don't just jump into the OR and cut you open so a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of things happen Mona in the beginning most of the time for patients undergoing for example hysterectomy you remove the uterus mm-hmm. we already tried different medications to try to address the problem and the surgery is the last line talaga uh-huh so there, um, I, I like the interplay of the uh, the medicine in the surgery in the, uh-huh. in my subject. there. So, and growing, and as a child then, I was always, I like to tinker with my hands. I like to build things, mm-hmm. I like to repair things, figure things out. So parang, ano talaga, working with my hands is something that's innate na talaga to me. Uh-huh. So, yeah, there. (laughs) That's how i into medicine and OB specifically.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, it sounds so, like, nice and it sounds so characteristic of us being, like, a woman, right? Like, and sobrang sakto din yung, I guess, professional now that I think about it. With, With this podcast, because we're really tackling women's health well, one of the queries that we've had so far would be on our reproductive health, like our questions and clarifications are, Oh, well, why does my vagina sorry to be up with the term. no don't say sorry about the word vagina exactly yes. okay. <laughs> I know the, like in our TikTok like definitely there's so many questions about it na parang okay it looks like an issue talaga that people want to learn about like and people wanna know more of like the issue of the reproductive health and sex so definitely it's It's really nice to talk to you. So I'm actually curious, Grace, how has the MD life been for you? Like parang, how has it been different or not different? Like what was your experience during the pandemic? Naho na experience kaba na parang, na COVID na, like buntisha, de baga nyan or or those things?
3: Yeah, actually, like a lot um pregnant patients with COVID infection. It's not uncommon. We really see, we've seen a lot talaga. And I've delivered many pregnant COVID patients already also. How has the pandemic been? When I think about the pandemic, like right now we are still in the pandemic, but 2022 is different from 2021, is different from 2020. 2020 was really, it was, of course, the scariest time for all of us because for me, it wasn't really, I wasn't so scared of the virus as much as I was scared of the uncertainty.
1: Mm. And
3: mostly, I think I speak for many doctors, the real fear with the virus is taking it home to your loved ones. Like scared of getting the virus because we're relatively young, we don't have any comorbidities naman, no one has hypertension, diabetes, ganyan. So we, we're pretty secure na if we get the COVID infection. So you're you're unlucky na if it becomes a bad, a, a severe case na ma uh-huh. I see most of the infect, COVID infections of people our age. It wasn't so bad talaga. Uh-huh. Uh, 50% didn't need to be hospitalized Ganon. So but yeah um for for me 2020 that was the main fear of taking the virus home and then of course all the adjustments the special precautions because of the virus like for example having to operate wearing the bunny suits the hazmat full piece of years as in It was actually one of our policies in Medical City na after you scrub out of a dirty OR, meaning like COVID positive or we don't know the COVID status, you have to take a shower. And initially, I thought, ah, ang hassle, nakakapagod naman. Paano kung tatlong sunod-sunod na OR mo puro, ano, dirty? So tatlong beses ka maliligo in the space (laughs) of what four hours. But actually... When you scrub out, you're so sweaty, as in every nook yeah. and cranny of your body is sweaty. Now you're dying to go to the shower. Oh my so it's, gosh. You're wearing your scrubs. Chefre, nakabraha pa. And then girls, diba, nakascrubs ka. And then you wear the bunny suit, which is not a breathable it's material. Not at all. <laughs> Both around your face, diba? May, right. ano sya, but, okay. And then you have the face shield pa, the band of the face yeah. shield here. And then the mask na, yung ano talaga, like either you have yung the grabe. respirator, scary, yung parang ano yeah. talaga. Or, you know, yung mga other masks na. Basta, of course, if you're going into a COVID positive OR, your mask has to be really tight. Yep. So talaga every surface of your body is sweaty it was so hard we were trying to operate pero there's sweat dripping into your eyes yeah. actually ha- a lot of my procedures i would ask the nurse to remove my face shield na lang. Kasi for me like i can of course the priority should be to protect yourself pero my yeah. mindset was if i make a mistake if i your cut a patient sweat, yeah good. If madisgrasya yung patient, just because I couldn't focus, just because there's sweat in my eyes. Parang mas problema yun, di ba? In the, and at that point naman, 2020, actually, we weren't 100% sure yet on the mode of transmission, di ba? Sobrang in yeah, question. Oh oh. Parang di pa natin alam lahat eh. Yeah, so actually, the necessity of the face shield at that time, ano pa lang, parang it was just an arbitrary decision now just cover your entire body para sure so ako like i was weighing that in my mind i uh either like i'm not sure naman if absolutely 100% needed to protect myself to not facial na or ma ko yung patient so wala ako matapos na OR with a face shield, i would ask the nurse pakitanggal na kasi hindi Uh-oh. ko nakai <laughs> so yon well thankfully i've never actually i'm one of the few who have never gotten the infection
1: even okay. with omega. <laughs> wow. That's like definitely wow. I'm like I think I'm speechless a little bit with all A little. <laughs> <other. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no
2: na kapuendo ka par like imagine all the doctors who have gone through that, especially in the league, you know, more rural areas. Na parang,
1: ay, it's state of Philippine healthcare is so sad. Oh my gosh, super agree. Like wow. Wow like I mean I'm so absorbing everything you said like parang you were operating you were uh, battling covid while you're operating the intensity of what you had to do like like the imagine to movie movies the like anatomy na parang get me the scalp okay. <laughs> yeah it's a normal thing <laughs> parang, wow parang na ako so sobrang galing so <laughs> Actually, one thing that I'm also curious about, Grace, and one thing that we also talk about in the podcast is, like, culture, like, organizational culture, especially and how it relates to women. So, like, there's different institutions, right? And there's different ways of going about things and everything or the environment. So, like, for me personally, in the corporate world, I do see some trends where we kind of undermine women and we still look at them in a different way especially in the technology world even more like they don't necessarily expect that we can understand this it's so technical and everything but how about in medicine it doesn't have to be in relation to your your institution now but do you see some fragments of you know culture or bad culture in the medical field
3: actually i th- i think medicine in terms of like women in medicine we have come a long way from before for example well, a long long time ago only males were allowed to be doctors ganyan, and then eventually women entered the scene yeah and yes of course uh, as with other industries also there women had to really establish their place and you know fight for their place and defend their right to be there surgery in particular was historically a very male dominated specialty yeah, i was going to say but actually now if you are going to look at like kung yari, mga pictures of mga surgery departments of many different hospitals you would actually notice that there are more more women talaga for example in my home institution in TMC, See, I think the women outnumber the men already, or at the very least, no, 50-50. But for sure, there was a time, I'm not sure, was it 2019 or 2020, na it, talagang ano, down to the count, absolute number, there were more females than males in the surgery department. So yeah, you see it happening talaga na yung mga traditionally male-dominated um, specialties, they're, na, they're becoming slowly becoming female, more female as well. Um, Shabra OB is, is, it's one of the few na traditionally female-dominated talaga. But, you know, we're not, we don't exclude. <laughs> we welcome males naman to apply. And there are male OB residents naman talaga. But of course, in the end, they tend to move towards some specialties na yung medyo, more male like for example um gynecology oncology they usually go to that or advanced pelvic surgery like that mm. so there are still tendencies but so what's my point we've come a long way and in terms of like do women feel excluded or or something in the medical field I don't think so nowadays definitely not and um, in terms of performance then I think that we really hold on. You look at the top 10 of mga exams, uh, what wherever, um, is it in med school or in specific training programs? Actually, I think, hindi naman na ko seguro, sasak sa kinawalalalang More women top the exams talaga. I love it. high performers. So, I love it. So, yeah, definitely. Um, in terms of culture, like you mentioned to me the other day, toxic culture in the hospital, it's not really a gender-based thing, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say um, if there's a, not if, I mean, the more concerning culture in the medical field is really our strong sense of hierarchy. Like Oh, so, for sure. Male or female, it doesn't matter. Pero we, we really Seniority put- talaga yeah exactly Telegon seniority and it's really trial by fire, but for me seeing i've I've gone through the whole residency thing you know i was a lowly first year and then became second year third year, then i became fourth year then i graduated i've seen I've seen it unfold i've seen it happen to me and to my batchmate, to matchmates to my juniors for me, it forms you eh? It's not, I'm not endorsing that you pass on the toxic culture, uh, Mm -hmm. but I would say I wouldn't have turned out right now, like, the doctor that I am, Mm -hmm. if I didn't do those challenges when I was a junior.
2: Yeah, right. I don't agree, eh, Doc. I mean, I'm also not endorsing it. Jill and Lauren know that I actually quit my first job because of, you know, seniority, um toxic culture etc but i mean looking back like 10 years 10 years ago little me na parang, oh i'm so kawawa people here are so alam mo yung, masungil, parang Ayaw na pumasok etc etc parang you look back and you think uh, yeah you like you become stronger after that siguro it's a matter of you know not naman B being you know the next gen but more of parang same challenges. Yung wala lang bastusan. Feeling ko yun eh. Parang you draw the line na okay lang na mahirapan ka kasi train ka naman talaga and mm-hmm. I would want a doctor who knows how to work under pressure. Hindi <laughs> yung parang hindi ah, ko alam kasi everything was so smooth sailing. Alam ko yon <laughs> So, yun lang. I guess whatever industry pala talaga may ganun.
3: Yeah, and for me, yun yung what you said, yung basta wag lang bastusan. For me, it's okay na mapagalitan ka if you really Definitely. did something wrong and yeah. there's something for you to improve on. Mm-hmm. For me, work is work. Siyempre, if you're like papagalitan ka or like ipapahiya ka and the uh, material, the content of the... Uh-huh. What you're saying is something to do with your personal life. Siyempre, uh-huh. You know That's correct, a they... correct. Story. Pero if there was something to be... There was something na hindi okay sa trabaho mo. And your senior calls you out on it and mm-hmm. tells you and talks to you, ganyan. It's really for you, eh. Of course, we not everyone is the same. Meron talagang mga matataray. Meron din namang mababait. And at the end of the day, it's okay to feel bad if napagalitan ka because of work. As, and it's as long as you pick out what you take home with you. Correct, correct. So, for example, yun nga, um, itong senior na to, sa mano siyang magaling, ganyan, pinahiya ka sa harap ng iba, ganyan. What you take home from that is, I'm not gonna be like that when I'm correct. a senior. Yeah. Exactly. So, you feel mo na ang pangit ng feeling pag pinagalitan ka ng gano'n. And you know, na actually, when you are spoken to like that, instead, your reaction is, instead of reflecting and feeling bad. I mean, reflecting na, I shocks. Mali nga yung ginawa ko. You just end up resenting the person. And whether tama yung sinabi niya sa sa'yo or not, you don't mm. hear it na eh. Kasi naiinis ka sa kanya eh. Ka so, you, you, so that's what you do, Na hindi hindi pala effective pag ganon, like magpagalit ka ng tao ng ganon. Yung ganon. So it's really up to you at the end of the day. Regardless of the industry, toxic culture or happy-go-lucky culture, it's all up to you, naman, what you take home with you and what you pass on to your own juniors.
1: On the topic of you know these toxic cultures, like, wow, like, I can I can hear and I can feel so much from what you were saying about you pick out what you wanna take home. You just decide that you won't be that type of person. You already know how it feels. Parang, what do you think in from those experiences enabled you to practice forms of self-care? Like for you, like personally, what would be your, I don't know, self-care hacks, things that will make you feel better right after being told off? Alam mo yun? Parang, ang hirap kasi, because I also have a sister who's a doctor. She also just passed the, the IM board. So parang, and I saw her like, go through these, the stress of handling COVID patients on a day-to-day basis and patients passing away and why they passed away and those things and all those stresses. So parang ako talaga hats off talaga. So, what? how do you practice self-care?
3: Well, as you're familiar with uh, Lauren. Schedule of doctors in training, in residency training, pinaka like standard schedule, most common is uh, duty every three days. So for example, today is Thursday. For example, I'm pre-duty. So I go to work at, for example, seven. And then the workday ends at five or six. So I go home the night. But tomorrow I'm duty. So when I come in at seven tomorrow, I won't be going home tomorrow night. I'll be staying overnight. Ang uwi ko na would be Saturday. Since it's a weekend, Saturday is usually until 12 lang, half day. Pero if it was a weekday, hanggang ano pa yan? Five or six the following day. So when you're duty, it's a like usually 35-hour workday. I mean, tuloy-tuloy. So how do I practice self-care? Definitely from duty ng gabi. I go out, <laughs> I have dinner, you know, I I have wine. <laughs> well, me, kasi, I really, I'm a wine and cheese kind of girl. Ganyan. So I really take the opportunity, especially if it was a difficult duty, If or even if pre-duty, so meaning I didn't stay overnight. For in OB, kasi, in TMC, pre-duty is your OR day. So it's not uncommon that you get back to back to back to back OR. So at the end of that, when you leave the hospital you just want to kick back and relax and refresh yourself to prepare yourself for duty the next day so me my self-care was going out going out to dinner and drinking (laughs) (laughs) but of course when the pandemic happened you can't go out anymore so for me that was such a loss for me because that's what i enjoy doing that's how i relax so i had to turn to other other forms, and for me, that was discovering K-dramas. Oh, I things. love it! <laughs> so I know, yeah. When I'm when I'm not in the hospital, I watch kdramas. And then one of the things that uh, I mourn, nung nag-start yung pandemic, is because it doesn't make sense to wear make- makeup anymore, diba ba? Because yeah. you're just oh, mask, oh. Ka. and then yung makeup pa sa mask, so correct. Wala, uh, eventually people just stopped wearing makeup all of us would come to work nang wala nothing so i was previously not into skincare before it was only because of the pandemic so 2020 lang ako like nag start nag order ako sa Lizada, yeah. shopping yeah. try try na mga iba-ibang korean yeah. so yan that was my self care during the pandemic and even though my other things have opened up no i so it's like I do everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I did not get rid of the skincare of as my self care part like, partner my routine ko, And I still watch K dramas. And now I get to go out narin. I oh, get to go I out and it. have dinner, which is I'm so happy. I'm really so happy <laughs> to think that things are opening up. Na. <laughs> and I really hope you know, there won't be another surge. It's I really
2: know. I'm talking na Lauren before you join. Na parang dito parang wala nang COVID. I mean, the oh confidence area is like an SMX. And I kid you not, parang 10 lang kaming na mask lahat kami Asian. <laughs> 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 although, all the Americans, they're like, yeah, no mask. Parang they just check your vaccination status. If you're unvaccinated, you need to present a negative PCR test. But, other than that, no masking at all. Which is a complete shock to me. i hika, hika after, after the day. Kasi 95
3: Actually, I was actually in the States also a few months ago. Um yeah. nung November. Uh-huh. So yeah, I, I experienced firsthand what you're talking okay. about. Na talagang... Lalle na pag you're out on the street, you're walking around, no mask. Yep. So yeah, actually, I, my realization from that is, talaga you see the sad disparity between their health system, healthcare system and ours. So sila kasi they can afford to, yeah. ano na, To to stop the mask policy because their healthcare system can handle it if Correct. people get COVID. Not really a problem for them. For us kasi, it's not the case. So, yun, we can't stop wearing masks here so far, yet. <laughs> so, still hopeful na <laughs> one day we'll get rid of the masks. Pero, yeah, yun, talagang highlight yung difference, first world, mm-hmm. world, ganyan
2: na. Nice. sana matanggal na yung mask para mahapag lipstick na tayo teman mo na wala akong lipstick today kasi nakagunin ako buong araw so ito y- na yung
0: lipstick ko nga zoom lipstick usually yeah zoom yeah yeah, yeah I do that too maka lang yung lipstick sa si zoom fake sure? tapos kapag gawa niyan kalalabas yung lips yung oh, lips mo oh. dito niyan <laughs> sa akin
2: sabi oh, ng client oh. ko you have something on your hand. I'm like, oh no, that's Zoom filter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hospitals were also our, ano, one of our clients. Parang, naging, we provided service to hospitals, right? Kasi grabe nga yung stress. But same nga, ganun talaga yung cause of stress. It's the uncertainty and then the fearing of getting family members sick. Because actually, parang when I talk to my friends who are doctors, parang, mas safe pa, kasi they're so, you guys are so careful, di ba? Yung nga, parang everything that you're wearing, and then, yung protocols niyo you also bring it kasi at home. So, yung parang very safe, like you hand washing, and parang naging natural na. Kasi di ba tayo, I think, if you're not a doctor, mahirap yung not touching your face, and all of that, tapos parang, yun, parang extra effort yung, yung, yung process of washing hands, and other stuff. Pero yeah, we really, we really, Parang nahirapan kasi kami to teach self-care to doctors because of the schedule. Diba? Kunyari yon. like, you can only do self-care after your, when you're from na. Diba? Pag from duty ka na. Pero like, during the duty time, what's your self-care? Parang gano'n. So, parang laging na, oh, correct me if I'm wrong ha, pero yung understanding ko is ubos talaga yung battery nyo. And then, saka kayo parang magbe-build up. Pero yon talagang it's like a whole process you know what
3: you <laughs> said what's your self care pag duty actually well for us because in ob the most toxic year level is first year so when i was a first year asident dinaka self care during was to go to the Yeah, bathroom. yun nga, eh Wala so talaga. Kaya sab- to- that we had
0: to find ways na, we call it micro practices. Yung parang self-care in a minute. Parang ganon. So parang self-care while peeing. So yung parang <laughs> <laughs> mindfully peeing. Parang ganon. Parang talagang ang hirap. Parang it was also so difficult na, how do you give advice or how do you train self-care kung literally the job calls for constant. Diba, you guys don't even sit down for so long kasi kapag nag rounds kayo, tuloy-tuloy. And then, diba, yung parang, it, it's so, it's so difficult. Kaya, what yeah, I so,
3: <laughs> about, in case my perspective, may someone listening to us who's considering to go into medicine and natakot na I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> sorry about that. Uh,
3: yung, uh, it's not always like that. Like, my four years of training. It wasn't, I didn't have, hindi naman like every single year for four years, every time I go on duty, wala akong hindi naman ganon, No, So like I said, in my training, first year is the most toxic. Yun talaga yung, ano, you really have to focus on managing your time because there's not enough hours in a day to do everything. But when you become second year, iba na yung post mo, you mm-hmm. don't do rounds awards. Okay. ER na, ganyan. So, there's time to sit. There's time to eat. Okay.
0: That's great.
3: Third year, you know, um, third year, fourth year, puro OR na yan. So, mm. the, like, you, know, you have downtime in between. So, it's daunting if you, you, know, you hear na, Ay, wala kang time umupo, wala kang time umupo. But, you know, it doesn't last forever. <laughs> Kailangan
0: walang tiisin yung There's a little at the end of the tunnel, ba? Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: So yun, it's, ano talaga, you can construe it negatively, pero talagang one of my advice talaga, so to people having difficulty during residency is you just have to suck it up. (laughs) As in, kailangan mo lang tiisin, and it's not na you're betraying yourself by doing that, it's Actually the opposite, you're getting stronger. And you know, it's another anyway, perseverance and resilience
0: building. Siya.
3: Yes, it's resilience. And grit. It's grit. Yeah. Nah, you know, you don't quit just because you and ka. Look around you, all your co residents in your department, in other departments. There is actually no easy residency training. Yeah. Yaman, department, even though may mga traditionally uh, benign, benign, kunyari, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Radio, radio. benign but it's it, they all have their own difficulties, kasi mm-hmm. iba-iba lang syempre, yung forms, but there's no easy training.
0: Figuro, so just, my last question for you is, what helped you to suck it up? Parang, what was your drive, or what kept you na parang, kaya ko syang, like, the the question is, well, what are you waking up for? Parang ganon, parang para kanino. So it's also like, para kanino ka nagsasakit up? Or for what? What what made you keep doing it? Honestly, actually, it wasn't even me.
3: I was very lucky that I found a mentor during my Training And until now, she's still my mentor. So one of my consultants, who's a, also a maternal fetal medicine specialist, she was my training officer nung first two years of my residence, residency training, si Dr. Uh, uh, Maria Rosario Cheng. She was, she was my rock during residency. Oh, every, every time na... Yun nga, I was having a hard time. I felt bad. Nga, for example, no first year ako, umiiyak ako sa kanya kasi nga, tinarayan ako ng isang senior, ganyan. She was the one who was, you know, telling me to, yan, yung the stuff I said kanina, yung you choose what to take home with you, that's mm. actually from her. It's mm. something that I learned from someone else. And yeah. it was instrumental talaga for my surviving residency. Yeah. So I know we're not all so lucky that we're able to have a mentor, we're able to find a mentor. But, you know, mentors are underrated and people should really actively oh, yeah. try oh, yeah. their best to find a mentor. Because mm-hmm. it's super helpful talaga.
1: Agree. Super agree. Like, I think now that we're older, we see the value of having mentors. Nung immature pa tayo mga bata, papa, Nako, hindi ko naman kailangan yan. Parang, I'm good on my own. Pero right now, parang, nakita ko talaga yung value na you need a mentor. In
3: life, because diba, the older you get, the they say the wise man is the one who knows that he knows nothing. So the, for me, the older I get, the more I realize that actually I need help. I I don't know everything, and diba, I'm so lucky that I had someone to turn to.
0: Yeah, kasi parang suck it up, I'm with you. Parang ganun yung, ano, yung message. Kasi nangisip ko, <laughs> when you suck it up by yourself, it's also very difficult. <laughs> so that's so it's so meaningful. Ang ganda nun. And then chief rest ka pa. So I'm sure you were able to really, I mean, when you were, when you were, graduate ka na, no? so you're done na, when you ano, galeng. So I'm sure you were able to pay it forward to to the, the your juniors. Well, I did my best. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's your turn to be a mentor.
0: <laughs> oh, super. That's true, ha? Inaaral ko kasi ngayon supervision. And it's like, talaga. Parang we each have our own ghosts and angels of supervi- uh, of supervision. And then that's also how we move it. Parang pag nag- nag-change na, tayo na role into tayo na yon, we bring what we got from the mentors that were good and then we in, in my lessons I think the mentors who we weren't really great
1: alright <laughs> right. like oh my gosh great like, super thank you for guesting and I think we got so much from this thank you doc super